Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Great news, Jordan. What is the great news, Jesse? My lymph nodes have been massaged. Oh, congratulations. If my voice sounds particularly rich today, yeah. it's because of the lymphatic massage that I unexpectedly received. Uh, how, how did that happen? I went to a massage place. Okay. I did. So not... you knew you were getting a massage. This wasn't like a... This well, wasn't was like... It, this didn't happen to me on the this, train. This was an improv everywhere's most intrusive prank yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... Uh, it, it was... A, what happened is... Well, look. Yeah. I bet our guest, Allison Becker, has some insights on this subject. Great. She looks... She's got an athletic build. Mm-hmm. She's she probably gets she probably gets a regular rub down, so let's bring her into the mix. You probably know her from uh, television, mm-hmm. Parks and Recreation television program. Just sure. saw her the other night on Parks and Recreation television program. I'm guessing it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, she was tremendous. She asked a question. She was a reporter. <laughs> she plays a reporter on the program. Yeah, uh, Allison Becker, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for being here. You've now you've been on you've been on several. Jesse free episodes. So these I was are, on one Jesse free episode. These are non canonical episodes. Yes, what they would call in the comic book wor- world imaginary <laughs> stories. Oh, is that what they're called? <laughs> yeah. Wow, I felt I'm surprised that there is an element of canon versus non canon that I have not yet learned from you, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the main thing that I know about. Okay, so, so yeah. imaginary stories. Yeah, is that like I remember I had a serio comic comic book mm-hmm. called What If, mm-hmm. where it was like a jokey premise, what if Wolverine had, I don't know, you know, a bear on his hand instead of claws or sure. something? Sure. Yeah. I don't remember. But it was yeah. treated seriously? <laughs> the one I had, I think it was a jokey one. Yeah. But I get that, I, maybe it's not always jokey? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's there's some. I mean, I think, I think you know, the quintessential imaginary story is uh, Alan Moore's Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow. And oh. it uh, supposes, uh, you know, what if everyone Superman knew died? And then there's also Batman visits Superman for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and these are imaginary stories. Is it just the two of them or is there a party? Uh, uh, Robin, who at that time is uh, Justin Todd, comes along. And also Wonder Woman That's is there. So this is a sad birthday party for a superhero. It is a little bit sad. This isn't like a traditional comic book that's more documentary style. <laughs> right, exactly. So this is just, you know, you explore an element of the character that maybe, you know, would be problematic in, in the universe. And that's what I feel like the episodes where one of us isn't here are. Oh, they're exploration. They're lonely like birthdays. A... Yeah, they're lonely. They're lo- <laughs> Superman's lonely birthday. It's like the family man cut twos. Yeah, sure. Right? Family guy. Family guy. Mom. <laughs> You know, the family, family man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. The family guy cut twos are not exactly. happening in the world. but They're just imaginary? I think so, yeah. I think they're imaginary. Wow. The show makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah. It is way more linear. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I feel, like I, just wa- I feel like I just watched that Pulp Fiction where all of the elements are in, uh, in lin- time linear order. Mm. Did they recut that? I mean, somebody made a Pulp Fiction where everything happens in order. Yeah. Is it so, eye-opening? Oh, sure. Absolutely. What did you learn? Uh, well, uh, uh, you learned that uh, eating ain't cheating. <laughs> That's one thing. Sure. I learned about Samuel L. Jackson. I learned, I'll tell you what I learned. 
I learned John Travolta's a lot more than just Grease and Saturday Night okay, Fever. Okay, that's fair. Sure, there's and a welcome real, back, there's Carter. A, there's a, and Battlefield Earth. <laughs> there's a real actor behind there. Uh, so let's get back to your nodes, right? Yeah, so... Lymph I, nodes, we should clarify. Excuse me, yes. <laughs> it's not just a miscellaneous node. I, I meant the control panel where you launch your missiles I'm from. I'm not the networked man. Yeah. Were you getting a massage? I was getting a massage. Okay. So it wasn't a situation where I'm on a public bus... And, and a man gets up in my nodes. Yeah. Okay. It was a massage situation, but you guys may have noticed our, our listener is time shifting this program, mm-hmm. so they don't know this, but yeah. I was a few minutes late. The reason is I went in for a 2.30 massage mm-hmm. thinking I'll be done at 3.30. I'll walk over here to the office. Great plan. Ready to go at 4 p.m. for the Jordan Jesse Go report. This is all sound, but yeah. apparently that's not how it went down. Feeling good. I'm eliminating my lactic acid buildup, <laughs> okay. of course. And uh, I, uh, I guess an hour in, she she sort of yelled at me, 30 minutes more, then I'm finished." Uh huh. Um, I'm not going to do a Korean lady whose English is very poor voice. Yeah. Um, because that would be uh, offensive. Sure. Um, especially if it was as sort of broad as her actual voice. <laughs> so you're saying you you were offended by her actual yes. voice. I thought it was a little over the line. I thought it was a little breakfast at Tiffany's. Sure. Well, I hear she, I hear that, I mean, I know your masseuse he personally. He was playing a Chinaman in breakfast at Tiffany's, <laughs> yeah. to be fair. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I, I do know your masseuse, and I do know that she is auditioning for the Mad TV reboot. Yeah, that's so true. She's probably She's going to get it. I think, I think she's got a good chance. Mm-hmm. She's got a good chance. But so uh, so two things happened. One is a 60-minute ma- mas- massage. And I wasn't sure whether it had been 30 minutes and she was just saying there's 30 minutes until the That's end. That's fair. You lose track of time during mm-hmm. a massage. Or if it had been 60 minutes and she was saying, I'm going to go a further 30 minutes. But instead of asking, you decided to remain silent. <laughs> well, I just – no, I I've, I just consented. Yeah. I just figured here I am. All I'm wearing is a pair of – like mesh athletic shorts, mm-hmm. which is what they give you in a Korean massage. Mm-hmm. Um, and have you ever been to uh, very close to here? Have either of you been to the Wee Spa? W I Spa. I've heard a lot about it. You get some special shorts, uh-huh. and then you go in. At... Anything called special shorts? You yeah, can it's stay really away fun. From. You check in. No, no, these are really special shorts. You get some special shorts, and you find out about how John Smith found two tablets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it is a little bit weird that there's so many Korean Mormons, but uh, uh-huh. but you know you you go with it, sure. Um, because the women are so attractive, fastest growing uh, religion in the world, Jordan. I didn't it is, know that because yeah. they have a lot of babies too. They do. Oh, is it? They got babies and missionaries, the mm-hmm. two key elements to a fast growing religion. Sure. Um, so yeah, so uh, you go in there, you get these special shorts that are not really that comfortable. They're kind of like you know shorts an eight year old. Do you wear, wear anything underneath them? Uh, I did not. Okay. Yeah, so you mo- don't. I. The thing is, is sometimes when you go in for a massage, you strip nude and you're mm-hmm. under the sheet. Right. Right. You're Done that. That's nude what I do. under the sheet. Absolutely. It, but the Koreans are apparently a more modest people, so they give you a pair of like Marshall's basketball shorts Got to it. wear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that kind of like a basketball jersey. You know that material yep. that the jerseys they hand out in PE class are made of. That's what the it's shorts got the are made of. Little tiny holes in it. But at a certain point, she rolled up those shorts until they were essentially a loincloth, mm-hmm. and they had been, you know, full on mid nineties college basketball shorts. I mean, like almost to my knee. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I just let's just take off the shorts at the beginning and cover the butt with a with a sheet. 
you know, as necessary, cover the junk with a sheet. Sure. Just for access. Yeah. Because I don't need to be wearing a loincloth. Well, like I mean, you don't Some need... kind of Daniel Day-Lewis. You don't... But in wait, many... Wait, wait, what does Daniel Day-Lewis wear? Last of, the, last of the Mohicans? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that's what Daniel Day-Lewis is so much known for yeah, these I would, days. I would, I would agree with that. <laughs> well, you were also... There was that one scene... Oh, you know what? In Lincoln. <laughs> the Lincoln scene was Blu-ray only. <laughs> oh, okay. It's Blu-ray. Have you guys gotten the Blu-ray not yet? Not yet, not yet. Yeah, so there you go. That's I why you didn't know um, about that. I think it's taboo in Korean culture to show pubic hair, to see oh, pubic hair. So maybe that's why it was covered. What about that? Also explained that hair is totally <laughs> Fine. That's a but that's a okay. Yeah. Okay. And pickling cabbage is good. We know that. <laughs> sure. Just things we know about Korean culture. Right. And and in all all here's also what I know about Korean culture just from visiting various places in Korean town, Koreatown. All coffee shops must have several flat screen TVs mm-hmm. all showing the local news. <laughs> yeah, that sure is true. Because you want high def TVs just showing just huge screens. Yeah. You wonder yeah. who's watching the local news. It's older people and anyone in a uh, coffee shop in Koreatown. What I have learned about Vietnamese culture from living in Los Angeles is that if you have a pho restaurant, it has to be a pun. The name of it has to be a pun. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> they are all puns. Yeah, pho Cafe, f- 9021 Pho. I feel like it, that's that's especially true in <laughs> any place where there aren't any other Vietnamese people. Yeah. And I feel like what happens is maybe all of the Vietnamese people running the pho restaurants – they maybe they have like a guy they go to like a Bruce Valanche. Mm. You know what I mean? And <laughs> it's possible that he also works on hair salon puns. Sure. Um Yeah, that's fair. And and he just has expanded his business into pho. I wonder how much he charges. I imagine him being an overweight 50-year-old gay man, by the way. <laughs> right, sure. Not unlike Bruce Valanche. Yeah, that's that's probably fair. But yeah, it's fun. Yeah. You know, he's a fun guy. But, I mean, that's who you need, though, because when you don't have a grasp of the language, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to make jokes in a language that, you It's know, hard to make jokes in a language you know. Sure, absolutely. Let alone one you don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's why you need kind of a buffer, you know. Do you think it was a joke when she started massaging my lymph nodes? Well, how did it get there? Was it a face I massage? Had, no, it was mm-hmm. a full body No, but massage. I mean, was she doing the face part? Were you on your back? She or? wasn't doing I was on... Because you usually uh, yeah, start I'm gonna, on your I stomach. I think I was on my back. I didn't. Mm-hmm. She didn't really do face very much. She did a lot of neck and shoulders, though. Did she say? Because you know, sometimes if they're doing like a different thing, like I've had, I've you know had like, do you want a stomach massage? Was asked to me once. <laughs> I, I oh, did, they must. They definitely massage the stomach yeah. at this place that I go to, and it's definitely my least favorite part. Yeah. Quit poking my tummy. I yeah. don't need that. Yeah. Get so out did she of say, my. I'm gonna massage. I feel your like I'm. Notes? I'm like a little bit. I'm like a little bit self-conscious about my like. I have a little bit of a beer gut, and I'm like pretty. So I just feel like I would just be ashamed the whole time. Well, it's, I don't think it just doesn't. Sound it's fun. very uncomfortable. Yeah. Is the problem? I mean, it is real pokey. Mm-hmm. I enjoy a massage. Don't get me wrong, but a massage of the belly is just poking. It's mm-hmm. just poking. It's like <laughs> you're the Pillsbury Doughboy. But not in a cute way, and like someone was attacking the Pillsbury Doughboy. Sure. Like imagine how you just poking, just poking, poking. <laughs> you sound like my dad just describing a massage in general. It was just poking. They were just poking. <laughs> Allison, I can give you, I can give your mother twenty bucks to poke me at home. I was at a hundred dollars. <laughs> so yeah, she, well she said, she said, oh lymph. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I, to be fair, one of my lymph nodes a little bit swollen. Woke up with a little bit of a cold today. Sure, you don't sound like you have a cold now. 
Well, I know that's because mm-hmm. I got they this. rubbed out I the got, cold. That's they, what I'm saying. That's very impressive. The cure for the common cold is uh, vigorous Korean rubbing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but at the, let me ask you this about uh, – I have not been to a full-on the, – the place I go to is just a massage place. Mm-hmm. Um, but my wife sometimes likes to go to the Korean spa, which for anyone that lives somewhere where there's not a big uh, Korean or Korean-American population is a full-on experience. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It is, it is like a, the size of a mall but with different rooms and different activities in each room. Yes. Now it's starting to sound like an orgy house. <laughs> but <It> kind of is. <laughs> is, it, is there sex in a Korean spa? No. I no, go to the Russian no. I go to the Russian bathhouse, Voda Spa. Oh. oh what's 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 what goes on there? Uh, there's no orgies. Okay. But um you know same thing there's The like Russians a hot don't room, seem a like a particularly room. sexual people. <laughs> I don't know if that was an insult or a compliment. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just just an observation. Just an observation. I'm just that's telling fair. it like it is. I um, have not had sex with any Russians. Do they? So that's my. Yet. Do they yeah. rub you raw with a loofah at the wee spa? Because that's something that my wife mentioned about uh, the Korean spa that she goes to from time. They'll to time. beat you with eucalyptus leaves at yeah. the oh, Russian yeah. spa. Yeah, that's actually a thing that you pay for. That's just because they're film buffs and uh, they think you'll appreciate reenacting a scene from The Virgin Spring. <laughs> yeah. It's it, you know it's funny because yeah, they charge you they charge you to get beaten by the eucalyptus mm-hmm. leaves they also charge someone to beat you with the eucalyptus yeah, exactly <laughs> they're getting it from both sure um, uh, there's two kind of le- payment levels at the Wii Spa one is where you can go and have things done to you and then there's just a hangout price and that's right. what I did and that's where you yeah, can go same in, with the Russian spa into various rooms you go by yourself or with a friend uh, I went with a friend this time okay. this, oh, this, was, this was a date this was like a third date situation this Ooh. was like a third date uh, time to be cute situation. I'll tell you why. That's that's a good idea because yeah. on a third date you want to do something gender separated. Yes, I know exactly. That's something I totally didn't didn't uh, uh, didn't account for is that there is a big gender separation issue. Oh, see, in the Russian one they have co-ed days, so you're there together. There is a, there was co-ed areas where we could go in together, and it was very fun. Uh, we like <laughs> we like hotboxed my car before we went in, so we were all like a little bit baked. And uh, that's probably not a good idea though because you're dehydrated then. That also <laughs> happens. Yes, we were very dehydrated. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, we, you can go in these various rooms that have different um, rocks as the base. There's like a salt room and a shale room and a uh, – What's shale? Uh, a kind of rock, kind of a smooth volcanic rock. Okay. Uh, I, I mean – I don't think it's volcanic, Jordan. It might be volcanic. Geologists out there Geolo- do not Yeah, geology us. nerds, you are – I probably want to hear from the grammar nerds more than ge- the geology nerds. Yeah. And I don't want to hear from either of you. Don't even think about writing us writing to us about obsidian. Yeah. I probably got some of that Superman shit wrong too at the beginning. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so you can go into various rooms that have different uh, different kind of bases, and you can watch uh, Korean soap operas. Um, are there subtitles? There are not subtitles. Well, there are subtitles, but they're in another language that okay, isn't great. English. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I go to I will go to the Korean movie theater, and I especially went to the Korean movie theater regularly uh, when I lived here in Koreatown, mm-hmm. and. Um, I think it may be projected from DVDs mm-hmm. and uh, always has Korean subtitles. Very nice movie theater in every other respect. There you go. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, then you can go into a gender after you do the – after you can lay in the various rooms together. 
uh, you can uh, go into the gender-only areas, which is the, the kind of the nude old man area. And uh, I sat uh, – I got into – I got it. Weirdly I, for both genders. <laughs> yes, exactly. Even the women, <laughs> nude old men. Uh, so I went – there was a nude old man hot tub, a bunch of nude old men. Uh, I'm like, you know what? Let's, let's do this. Full-on nude. Yeah. Even in the co-ed area? Uh, no, no, no. This, oh, this is, is in the okay. gender-only, gotcha, gender-separated gotcha. area. So, yeah. So I went in uh, and I, I got in and I noticed that all four of these guys were all brushing their teeth at the same time. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then there, I noticed there was a little dispenser of toothbrushes uh, on the other side. So I got a toothbrush, sat down, <laughs> and started brushing my teeth with them. And we all spit in the water, which was gross. That's disgusting. Oh, yeah. wow. You spit right in the water? Yeah, you spit right in the water. There's not a sluice? No, there's no sluice. That's... So you're stewing in, you know, saliva. And you old should toothpaste. try the Russian one. Yeah, really saliva is not bad for you, by the way. Yeah, but what, I learned but this from Mary Roach's in book. Other people's saliva. But you can literally drink other people's saliva. You'll be perfectly fine. It's gross, though. Yeah, we can all there's agree. No doubt about what that. was happening was gross. I won't be fine because I will be vomiting. <laughs> because I'll be disgusted. <laughs> right, it'll make you vomit. Like I might be physically fine, but emotionally I would not be fine. This yeah. was an important part of Mary Roach's last book, and I may have talked to her about this for Bullseye. She's on an upcoming mm-hmm. Bullseye, but uh, the, there are saliva researchers, mm-hmm. and she tried to get a saliva researcher to drink some of her own saliva mm-hmm. because saliva is completely. It is it is like incredibly sanitary. Mm-hmm. That's why it exists in part is because it, you know, gets rid of the nasties in your mouth. And so it is one – it's oh, fine to drink someone else's saliva, but it's a thousand percent dr- OK to drink your own saliva. Mm-hmm. But the saliva researcher was too grossed out by it. Yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> a, a – that's probably a common thing. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Did, did she say if it was OK to uh, sit in someone else's saliva nude? Yeah, she she actually said that's really good for you. Yeah, it's good for your balls. Okay, I don't, I don't believe that. Well, you I don't, don't have balls. Any yeah. of this what would you're not saying. apply. <laughs> this would not apply to you, Allison, well, because, because you don't. You know how people always say that thing about dogs? Like, if the dog like licks a cut on you, it's actually good because it's hygienic because of saliva. But then other people are like, no, that's the dumbest thing you could do. It's <laughs> full of bacteria. Yeah, a dog's mouth is full of bacteria. I just I just treat every wound as a jellyfish sting and piss on it. <laughs> right? That's not a, that's not I a great that's idea a good, No, that's a really good call. Guys, yeah. You're this, not doctors. Jordan is <laughs> Jordan is a doctor. I think I think Jordan is a doctor. Disclaimer: They're not doctors. Jordan, are you a doctor? I do sing the are song "Doctor Feel Good" at karaoke. <laughs> that counts. That yeah. counts. Is that? <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Happy summer, everybody. Griffin McElroy here, the youngest of the McElroy brothers. I'm Travis McElroy, the middlest brother. And I'm beloved performer, Jimmy Buffett. She is not. But we do do a podcast together called My Brother and My Brother. I mean, it's a comedy advice show. You can find it at mbmbam.com, maximumfun.org, or just search for it on iTunes. I love you, Sacramento! You're not, you're not even on a stage. Griffin, are you watching the shrimp? They're beginning to boil. So join us this summer as we waste an hour of your life that you'll never get back ever again. You know, I know something about wasting away <laughs> again in Margaritaville. Uh, I'm beloved. I know you are.
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Becker, lady. I'm worried that my lymph <laughs> powers are wearing off. Do you feel the cold coming back on? There may be some swelling returning to my lymphs. Mm. Can you self-massage? I could, but I would do a bad job. Is it... I think I would just end up salivating out of the corner of my mouth. <laughs> I'm worried that it's erotic and that you'll be sitting here with an erection. That it erotic erotic lymph massage? Yeah. No, oh, this I think is it's certainly like, erotic. But I think There's it might no be psychosomatic. About, yeah. The eroticism? No. Yeah, I think the, the, ero- the I think the eroticism <laughs> is psychosomatic. I mean, I know that the the, the, the quintessential, you know, piece of advice to women are pleasing a man. You know, you'll hear Cup the balls, sure. massage the balls. Sure. I say poke the, the lymphs. Yeah. Poke those lymphs. <laughs> yeah. Stay yeah. away from the balls. Get up in the lymphs yeah. and see what you can juice out Cup of there. Cup your hands. No. Yeah. The lymphs, they... The, Never been said to me. Have you heard, <laughs> Never been said to me. Have you heard the common... This is a common refrain that the lymphs are the prostate... No. No one's ever said that. The upper neck. <laughs> No, no one. That was the first time that that sentence has been said. Are you in sure? In this room. Are you sure? Well, certainly in this room, but you've, <laughs> you've only been in this room a few times. I'm talking about in middle school, high school. Never been said. College, your RA probably gave you that advice. Did like, you ever take, like, take a safe have, sex seminar? <laughs> Listen, on my door, I'm going to have condoms, dental dams, <laughs> maps as to where the lymph nodes are. Get up All in the those necessary lymphs. stuff for freshmen to know. Sure. You're a frost, you're in the dorms. <laughs> You're yeah. away from your parents the first time. You're, You're going to want to get up in the lymphs. Sure. Poke it. Poke those nose. Poke them lymphs. <laughs> oh, gross. Allison, I feel, I feel like we have been neglecting you here with this discussion of my lymph nodes. Yeah. No, um, I enjoy it. Well, you want to talk about it some more? <laughs> Let's do that. We can. You I'm happy. You got a 10 minute chunk on your nodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And nodules on my nodes. Oh, That's boy. one thing I got. Okay. Allison, what have you been up to lately? Tell me about what you, Allison Becker, have been up wow. to lately. Um, well, Anything exciting happened in your life besides when you recently visited my television while I was watching Parks and Recreation? Well, I was telling Jordan that my dog had some teeth removed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. W- what happened? He wasn't brushing? He wasn't brushing. <laughs> flossing. Ter- he wasn't was he flossing? flossing. No? He would every once in a while just use mouthwash, and I was like, that's not going to do it. You yeah, feed mouthwash. your dog taffy, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're supposed to feed dogs. So, yes, that's <laughs> And they had to give. They had to put a little doggy IV in him and give him surgery and put him under. And then, quick question: Yeah, the taffy is that salt or standard water? Salt water. Gotcha. It's still Come water on. taffy, so it has a lot of algae <laughs> bacteria in it. But do they Fetid actually use water. salt water to make taffy, or is that just the name of it? Brian oh, Fernandez know. is going to look that up for yeah. us. I can't imagine they're just using straight seawater. Right? That can't be good for you. Just from the bilge of a ship? (laughs) (laughs) You'd be concerned about finding anchovies and barnacles in there. It doesn't taste fishy. Yeah. No, it tastes good. I think it's, okay, I mean, this is my, I mean, I guess my, we went to college at UC Santa Cruz, the famous boardwalk, famous taffy stands. Well, that's, it's always near the, it's always sold near the beach. That's what I was going to say. Is it just taffy you buy near a big body of salt water? Can I ask you this question? Please. Is the ultimate luxury a home taffy puller? Oh, I I mean. For some, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Not for me. No seawater. No sea Brian water. Fernandez tells us there is no seawater in in saltwater taffy. So it's just sold near saltwater. Now, so a, that's like saying saltwater coffee is a Coney sure. Island coffee near <laughs> sure. a Coney Island Red Hot. That's made out of rabbits, right? 
<laughs> yes, I think so. I think yes. Every you gotcha. want to go, you want to ride the Ferris wheel, you want to ride the uh, cyclone. The Have cyclone. yourself a coney. Sure, it's a it's a rabbit in a bun. Head on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so okay. So was your was your dog uh, hesitant to chew foods? How did you identify this dental issue? <sighs> the doctor said his teeth were loose and they had to come out. Wow. Did he do? Did you bring him in for a tooth check? I brought him in for a regular checkup. And you just said, shake those teeth around and see how they're doing. And um, the doctor, I know you're assuming, and you're, I know you're visioning, envisioning a man doctor, but it's actually a woman doctor. So Thank you for you pointing both. us out our sexism. <laughs> I, but were you or were you not imagining a man vet? I was. And you know what? He was white, too. <laughs> he was white. I am both well, sexist. Jesse, do you remember what you were envisioning? I was actually envisioning a dog in a vet costume. <laughs> <laughs> like with one of those reflector mirrors on yep, his forehead. That only cartoon doctors have. Yeah. Jesse's such an enlightened guy. He doesn't see species. <laughs> yeah. Well, she is a female doctor. Mm-hmm. She is white. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said. That's good. That's for the She best. sounds hot. She sounds hot. She actually was probably the most attractive vet I have ever met. She was huh. a new, do- new vet at this I don't think veterinarian is a career – with all due respect to veterinarians, Mm -hmm. I think a veterinarian is is a career that you go into if you're bookish and don't relate to humans well. I I agree. As someone who doesn't relate to humans, (laughs) I agree because I consider veterinary school. Yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) Like – yeah, animals She's kind of a foxy, foxy vet. But she's like really foxy. We're talking about blonde? She's blonde. She's like our age. Mm. I don't know if she had a wedding ring on. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, I do. Wait. I did. Yeah. <laughs> what? I think. Uh, hey guys, I think I can hear my cat getting worms. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> guys, I gotta go. I love it. you intentionally give your cat worms just to go to this vet. <laughs> right. Do you guys? Worms. Do you know? Is there like a mail order parasite place? Sort of can... just at the bait shop buying night crawlers. Yeah. Here, kitty, come here. <laughs> just wiggling it around, oh. hoping she'll eat it. Well, hot, sexy vet mm-hmm. said yeah. that his teeth were loose and they needed to come out. I knew that they were loose, but I was in denial. Here's the thing about your, and I have met your dog, Dignant. Dignan is my dog. Uh, he is he, adorable. He's I mean, adorable. up there, up there in the in the world of dog cuteness, like cuter than Boo. Part of uh, Boo, who's known as the world's cutest dog. Oh, that's right. Okay, yes. Who can walk on two legs? Is this the two leg dog? Most most dogs can walk on two legs. Is right? this this dog can walk on two legs? The one I'm thinking of, the internet dog I'm thinking of, can walk like through a store. This and, one on two legs looks like the one a I'm teddy thinking bear. of. Is yeah. the star of the show All Creatures Great and Small. He's a country veterinarian <laughs> and he travels from farm this. to farm. Is this a helping. bit or is this a real show? It's a real show. <laughs> but he doesn't star a dog. No, he does not star a dog. He should. Uh, it's a part really of, good point. Part of Dignan's charm and part of his cuteness is his underbite. Yeah, he had an underbite no longer. Oh, boy. Wow. Removed the underbite, huh? Took out, they took out the underbite by removing those teeth. Wow. And that's like, you know. Laura Hutton closing the gap in her mouth, you know? This is serious. Gap. Like, yeah. it's, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be as famous as he once was. Well, as I, successful. Because he has had a very, a very interesting career. He has. <laughs> um, and that, by that I mean uh, lots of successful Instagrams of him by you. Yeah. Uh, how are you relating to him? Do you, are you like, who is this stranger? At first it was hard, I'm not going to lie. I feel that way when face. my dog gets a haircut. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's like a yeah. different dog. Who put this other dog in my house? <laughs> yeah, and you don't or in my like, case, who put this know. baby seal in my house? <laughs> so my dog looks like a what baby kind of seal dog do you or have? otter. 
like a Chihuahua Terrier mix. Yeah. So she's got like scruffy long fur, but when she gets a summer haircut, she gets mm. short, shiny fur. But do you pretend the way that you pretend when a loved one gets a haircut that you like it and you're like, it's great. Oh, Dignan, your teeth look so good. They look so good. I do. Well, there are new advantages. Like with my dog, when she gets a haircut, um, she one of our dogs doesn't really – she doesn't do haircuts. She's got short hair. But uh, the one with she the longer hair. She just doesn't do them. Oh, I don't do haircuts. Um, I don't do haircuts. Yeah. So the other one. She says that while texting on a little yeah. phone. <laughs> one funny thing is, is very rude. When she has short hair, her little chub folds show up. Oh, that's fucking adorable. And so that's worth it. Oh. Like I miss her scruffiness, but the chub folds chub fold sounds pretty good. balance it out. <sighs> sounds pretty good. Yeah. And you have a little boy, right? I have a little boy, yeah. Has he gotten haircuts yet? Yeah, we sh- we shave him down once a week. <laughs> so he's more aerodynamic. Fur. Has he gone to like get a haircut yet? Though? Yeah, like... we we have taken him to get a haircut, and we took him to the child haircut store, and, and that's where they like sit you in a fire truck. And yeah, I'm looking forward to. I'm really excited about. By the time he's like five, four or five, he'll be able to go to the Mexican barber shop, which is where I get my mm-hmm. hair cut. And <laughs> By himself. That's a, yes, <laughs> right. Absolutely. Talk about sports. It is a it is a wonderful, exciting place. But for now, we put him we you know, he wants to sit in the fire truck. How do you do? Completely could not have cared any less right. about right. what was happening to his head. Right. You know what would be super cute is if at those places they did baby shaves. Oh, that would be <laughs> like, tremendous. Like they had a not like a like a plastic straight razor sure. and they like pretended I would pay to an sharpen extra $5 it. Just yeah. for that. And you know, you put a little cream on, you pretend to shave. You could take a lot of pictures of the kid while you know he's getting I, a baby shave. I would pay total bottom line 2 bits. <laughs> right. Get it? And the barber would have to bite it to make sure it was real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. How much does that baby haircut cost you? It's not an it's not an insignificant expense. You're looking at fifteen dollars. <clears throat> okay, mm-hmm. I just told my boyfriend about this. I don't know if you guys do you know what American Girl doll places or doll palace? Yes, my sister was a big American Girl haver. Okay, these are <laughs> and you know the whole. Uh, that's like, what they call themselves, right? American yes. Girl havers. Uh-huh. It's not a very catchy name. It's like no. Trekkers, <laughs> right? Exactly. Sure. But they have a whole thing like you can make a reservation, do a tea party with them, and then they have if your doll is. Oh, damaged, so, so wait, so American Girls, they're they're these they're these dolls who have been through various uh, historical tragedies. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like one from the Titanic, one from slavery times. Are they so all on. from I didn't realize they were all from tragedies, are they? I I mean, they're substantially all of, basically from all of history is tragic, right? I mean, <laughs> it's only recently that there were countries in the world where not everyone died when they were born. <laughs> true, true. You know so, what yeah. I mean? So yeah, there's Lil Plaguey who <laughs> comes with rat. <laughs> Um, I got the festering boo boils add on kit for little play. <laughs> that is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so so you, you so but you can also dress up your American Girl doll to look like you. Like yes, you can buy expensive matching outfits. Uh, yeah, so but I didn't know there was a place you could go. Well, there's a place like they have one at the Grove called the American Girl Palace or American Girl Store, mm-hmm. and there's like a restaurant in there. Then if your doll, there's the uh, the fallout shelter for yes, the World exactly. War II girls, and you go in there with a lot of canned goods. But if your if your doll is damaged, or then excuse you bring me, Cuban it, Missile Crisis, Cuban Missile Crisis, you bring it to the station where you pay women dressed up as nurses to repair your doll. Mm. And then what I was thinking of with the haircut is you actually can pay to get your ha- doll's hair done. And mm-hmm. technically, this isn't a sex thing. It's not a sex thing. It could be. I'm sure there's one that exists somewhere. I'm sure there's a 
there's like a pornography version of American Girl <laughs> right. Palace. Maybe like, you know, the place closes down at 7, <laughs> 6 or 7, and then around 10, American Girls After Dark, mm-hmm. that's when Mommy and Daddy the come in. come up from the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you can, uh, you know, the nurses, maybe they, maybe the bottom of the skirt comes Just off. flies off, yeah. Sure. You unzip the top a little down. But they're kind of like raping parents because it's like, I don't know, it's like 40 bucks or something to get your doll's hair done. And, but they don't actually cut the doll's hair. No, they, they curl just, it. And, and there's no actual and sexual stuff. assault. No, unless you unless you pay an extra $5. That's right. After that American dark. Girls After Dark, you can have a simulated That's a whole thing. If you kidnapping. Spell, if you spell girl with a U, it won't be... But the copyright problem. infringement, <laughs> girl. Yeah, American girl. The dark. problem <laughs> with the haircut is that their hair doesn't grow. Well, they style it. It's a hairdo. Yeah, so it's like a blowout. It's like a blowout, but they're probably like curling you, it. Cornrows? Do you think this is where the blowout only haircut place has like where that trend started at the American Girl place? No, but I think it's a great trend. Really, the blowout only. You're you're interested in a blowout only. I haven't done blowout only, but I'm interested in it. What kind of blowout would you like to get? I what ringlet curls? Right? I would no. I would just do straight with a little bit of body. Just some extra body. Just some extra body. Right. I would I, do I'm the same the... thing. I'd I'd get my hair feathered. I'm only into a blowout if they're also massaging my nose. Well, now they have now they have makeup <laughs> application Jordan. places. Sorry. Now women are also doing the blowout and makeup application places. Like I have friends that are doing this. Who are applying makeup to strangers? Or no, going... you go to the place and you pay like, I don't know, $25 and you get your makeup done. Be- and then you go to the prom. Yeah. <laughs> but like they're doing it to go like our friends. I'm not going to name names. Are your like, our friends, friends are doing this. going to Quinceañera? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is would, that what's going on here? I do not want to pay a woman whose style I don't agree with to do my makeup. Can I say yeah. one thing about Quinceañeras? You may. Living in a predominantly Latino neighborhood, which I do, really makes you feel like you don't have enough major family social gatherings. I agree with that. Given yeah. the, the number of event rental, f- uh, both equipment facilities and facilities for rent, there are more like Quonset huts for rent for quinceañeras in yeah. my neighborhood than there are any other type of business. Are you friends with your neighbors? Because you could just jump on their parties. Oh, yeah. Right? I don't think there's any 13 or 14-year-old girls who are... <laughs> I mean, that's what you, I'd be looking for. What you could for. do is you could just knock on every knock door on in your neighborhood. Yeah. And do you have say, any 13 or 14 year olds? Yeah, that's a that'll good idea. That'll go well. I think it'll just go well. Thank I can't you, imagine Allison. it wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, that's something. I mean, I guess I, I had I had Jewish friends growing up, so I, I've been to you a lot to of bar, bar and mitz- bat mitzvahs. Yeah. I have never been to a bar or bat mitzvah. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, there's a lot of like I didn't do any caricature artists. Yeah, caricature artists. There's a lot of like sounds like Disney. There's a lot of like behind the rec center making out too. I remember there's a lot like a lot of a lot of kind of early sex experimenting, like kissing and hand holding and stuff. Goes Someone on. stole yeah. my leather see. jacket off the back of a chair at a bar mitzvah. What? Oh, I know, right? Mm. How did they not find? That was who my it was? first leather jacket. Ugh. I know. I know. Did you right? See the kid wearing it later. I said he – I told the cops he looked Jewish. <laughs> like, don't be racist. It was probably one of those Jewish motorcycle wait, games. The, wait, time out. The cops were called? No, the cops weren't called. Okay. I thought the cops were really called. Yeah, it was quite a disappointment, though, yeah. I'll tell you. No, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. That's why I'm that. anti-Semitic to this day. Yeah. I've never – yeah, I've never been to a bar at Bat Mitzvah. I'd like to go. But wait, it's 
Wait, it's fun, right? You've been to a bar about Mexico. Oh, excuse me, I've never been to a quinceanera. Oh, okay, Sorry. a quinceanera. Like, I've never been to a quinceanera. I get Jew, uh, guys, I get Jews and Mexicans confused. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Common, common misconception. Sure, I would, I would love to go to a, a, a neighbor's quinceanera. If anybody, if anybody from Glassell Park is listening right now. Mm-hmm. You know, let me know. Drop me a line, Jesse at maximumfun.org. I will come to your. Do you have an outfit to wear though? Because you got to get dressed up. Oh, do I have an? Do I have an outfit to wear? Name a context for which I don't have an outfit to wear. (laughs) Quinceanera. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I have to get some alterations to my party gown. Sure. Yeah. Those gowns are expensive. Yeah. Oh, you got to get a lady to make it for you too. I mean, it's like insane. Yeah, it's great. Oh, they're so fun, though. I, when else are you going to wear that? It's like a debutante ball in the South. Oh, I'm such a big supporter of that. Guys, I'm having a little... A I'm ball? Speaking of Speaking of oh, stress related to... I have to... fucked my way through more <laughs> Jesse, yeah, Jesse's been... Jesse's given a lot of hand jobs wearing white gloves. Absolutely. Yes, uh, speaking of kind of neighborhood uh, neighborhood stresses, wanting to fit in, uh, worrying worrying that you're not fitting in, that sort of thing. Um, I was I was walking around uh, by my house near. Um, there's a CrossFit place near my house. Right. Really. I know. In West Hollywood. <laughs> I know. Pick your jaw up off the floor, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Wait for it near my house. There is Zumba. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> so I think we and I hear they're thinking up. I hear they're even thinking of opening up a gay bar. Oh no! no. That's when I move out of West Hollywood. In my neighborhood, it's entirely possible to order a michelada. <laughs> sure. And the Zumba. Can I say one thing about the Zumba by yeah. my house? The Zumba by it takes my place house at a church. No, not even a church. Oh. There is a storefront that sells everything. There is nothing that this store doesn't sell. It's one of these places where you get immigration advice, mm. tax preparation. Phone uh, card. Notary public. Phone cards. Notary <laughs> yeah. public. Uh, mail a box back to Guatemala. Um, buy generic laundry detergent. Right. Uh, buy just all. every Every <laughs> product is available for sale in this store, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought that was finished until I walked by this, again, store – and I noticed that there was a full-on Zumba class going on. What? <laughs> and also, two of the ladies were holding their babies. Oh, while Zumbaing. Probably the cutest thing I've ever seen in, in my, my entire life. In my neighborhood, there's Cardio Bar, which I do, mm-hmm. and very often there are. It's not also a bar, right? Like you don't not, actually no, no, drink no. while you do it's it. It's bar B A R R E. But there are very often Orthodox Jewish women in full Orthodox Jewish woman gear doing Cardio Bar. So they'll be wearing like long skirts, wow. and they'll have their hair covered. But yeah. Cardio Bar is it, it's. It's like uh, it, it's like ballerina uh, yes. aerobics. It's like ballerina aerobics, but it's very fast and you get very sweaty. Mm-hmm. So like these women are not like least fully if you're covered. wearing fully covered clothes, including a, a wig. Yeah. So you're so I guess Orthodox Jewish women are pretty hardcore. Maybe that could be. That's got to be hard. Maybe that could be its own workout. Like I mean, there's so many fad workouts these days. Maybe the Orthodox so Jew, non-Orthodox Jewish women will just go in, get like cover themselves. Right, like, exactly. Yeah. You steal a leather jacket off a chair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> so here's here's what happened when I was passing the CrossFit place. So the thing with Cross, and it's something I still kind of don't understand. It's one of those things where people try and explain it to me, and I just kind of zone out midway through, and I never really. You mean they just say it's a workout place, and when you hear workout, you just zone out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, just like just like why it's different than a gym. I guess it's like you do a lot of different things, and it's kind of a surprise what you're doing that day. I think right? it's a class. Like yeah. you, it's a, you have a trainer, but it's a class. Sure. And but, a man yells at you, okay, jumping jacks. Yeah. Yeah. And then – but also or it like, involves like catch this. some kind of archaic stuff like you do like a kettlebell or you yes. do a medicine ball or something like that. I saw a I, – as I passed the CrossFit place, this woman is coming out in workout gear. Uh, she comes out carrying a sledgehammer. Uh-huh. Full-on sledgehammer. So I'm like, oh, this is a weird CrossFit thing. Either they break rocks or they pound the pavement or something like that. But then I started to and worry. she ran right at your car. <laughs> That's what I started to worry. What if the new – what if their thing of the day is murder a man in the street? <laughs> uh, like, yeah, the guy yells, jumping jacks, kettlebells, sit-ups, murder a man with a hammer. And then I'm the first guy she sees. That's how the Cultural Revolution started in China. Everyone (laughs) was doing their morning. They were doing Mao's calisthenics. Yeah, and then they said murder a a religious person (laughs) or someone who wants to be engaged in private enterprise. Sure, but I mean, maybe this is maybe this is maybe this is the future. I mean, speaking of fad workouts, every every every, you know, once people are tired of the Orthodox Jew workout, right? Maybe which you're going to patent? Which I will patent. Yes. (laughs) I will not do it myself. <laughs> that would mean getting in shape. Um, but yeah, maybe there's murder, murder a drifter, I or like just someone that. walking by the CrossFit place. Would the people murder the drifter as a group? The people in the class as a group, or would everyone have to find their own drifter? No, I think you have to find your own drifter. That's part of the workout. Would yeah, you? exactly. So you have to run all the way down to the train station, and just or the like people rail yard. in Beverly Hills, like will work out harder. They have to run further to find a drifter. Sure. Oh, that's a really good point. Right. Yeah, and that's why their teeth are so straight. Wait, why are their teeth so straight? Because they have to go further to find a drifter because they live in Beverly Hills. I'm not not seeing the connection connection between... Is that not why you exercise? Oh, no, exercise does not make your teeth straight. I always assumed that's why I had crooked teeth. (laughs) No. (laughs) Completely different. I don't know where where you got that. I think it's just just a coincidence that people who work out also have straight teeth. But if you don't exercise, you become a compulsive masturbator. Again, not a thing. Not a, I mean. No, it is a thing. You can be both. I can tell you guys firsthand. (laughs) It's a thing. (laughs) Pun intended. Sure. You can't, you can, I mean, there are times when I, when I'm considering working out, but instead will decide to masturbate. Right. And then I feel like I'm exhausted. Yeah. And then you don't work out after? Yeah. Well, you really got your juices flowing. Why don't sure. you? Why don't you jerk off as a reward for working out? I should do it like that. I should create. I should have a cheat day. Just saying. But by the time you're done working out, the last thing you want to do is just is get involved in a whole production. But you don't have to do it right then. You can like credit yourself. Oh yeah. You're like I have a credit. Like for, a gold star. System? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I have a. And you know you're. You don't even need to write it down. I think mentally you can you keep just track jazz of on that. the gold star. Yeah, you just kind of like mentally give yourself a gold star, and then mm-hmm. later on when you feel like you're gonna be like, you know what, I earned this one. I did. I did when I had roommates. Had a we had a chore wheel. Maybe I, we could just add a masturbation sure, tile wheel? to that. So you'd spin it, and you get you didn't know what you were gonna get. Well, you know, like everybody, you know, every week 
You know, you move gotcha. the arrow to. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And, you know, I would just, you know. Come on, Allison, get your head in the game. <laughs> I just wind up, whenever I lived with anyone, I would just wind up doing all the chores. Yeah. I'm still thinking about good ways to murder drifters. <laughs> yeah. For, for, but like a way, like a way uh, that has cardio. Yeah. Do you have any ideas for what? I mean, you need, as with Cardio Bar, mm-hmm. you need a catchy name. Mm-hmm. Slaughterhouse comes to mind. Sure. Well, I mean. Yeah, but you need to have something in there that. That hints at exercise. Right. It's not just like about cardio the death or, or like, something like that. There's a really <laughs> not cardio death, but that just something came catchier. Out. Something yeah, yeah, catchier. Yeah. yeah. Something that because I would think. I mean, the thrill of murder. Murder fit. Sorry. Murder I'm just fit is pretty. That's good. nice. Yeah. I mean, is there, I don't know if there's some way we can capitalize off the new the success of the hit film The Purge. What about Jazzer oh. Kill? Oh, I like that Jazzer yeah. Kill. Purger Purger size. Purger size. Yeah. Yeah, that is good, but Exercise. I think that it that would so. just uh, attract people with eating disorders. That's true. Yeah, it doesn't. But I mean, the movie was pretty popular, so I think that'll people well, will especially associate... though with people with eating disorders. That's true. That is true. People <laughs> went to it thinking it was an instructional movie because <laughs> they released would... those a lot. Yeah, right. And then they just wound up <laughs> right. Right. You go to a theater to see an instructional movie. You right? go to yeah, and they just yeah winded up. Not only did they not is this quilt making. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> also very popular with the eating disorders. Yeah. People went to it thinking they would learn how to, you know, how to vomit up, you know, big meals, but they just wound up being sad about Ethan Hawke's career. Yeah. Hey-o. Yeah, take Is that. Is he in Purge? He's totally in the Purge. He's the star of the Purge. Really? And he's in that new, they, they, they're they doing another Sunrise Sunset Oh, that's movie, true. Right? So I guess he did have the prestige movie come out alongside the yeah. boring horror movie. I'll tell you. I read an interview with uh, Ethan Hawke recently. Mm-hmm. He seemed like such a class act yeah. that I no longer have any negative feelings at all about uh, Ethan Hawke. Because you... before that, you were bottling them up. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, he wrote some novels. Oh, that's... He did. He, he is, did not. He but... is one of those, I have a lot of Vanity Projects actors, I guess. But you know what? God bless him for it. Yeah, good. Write you a know? novel. Yeah, just write a novel. I like an actor who writes a novel. <clears throat> I like an actor who will take a part in anything. Mm-hmm. He did Broadway a, for a while, too. A Michael yeah. Caine type? Sure. Yeah, he wrote some plays. He did? Yeah, Ethan Hawke. Not Michael Caine. Oh. That Ethan. would be great. I would go see Michael Caine's play in an instant. <laughs> that is really good. It's just about eyeglasses. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the optometrist's the daughter is the name of it. <laughs> yeah. It's about distinctive frames. <laughs> I kind of want that to be a musical, actually. <laughs> that sounds like, yeah, that sounds like you have a lot of big production numbers out of that. What? How do you feel about, but, uh, but we can all agree writing children's book is annoying, right? That's... Yeah. But they all do it when they have a kid. But I'll Maybe tell you it's what. Cute then. I I've been reading a lot of children's books lately. Mm-hmm. Not to your child. Just no, no, just for fun, you know, just casually. Yeah. Absolutely. I go, go down to, to the, the you... library for story time. Right. Right. <laughs> when Simon's Someone in daycare. Someone reads it for you. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I I am I am so consistently impressed at how bad children's books are. Yeah. That I feel like Ellen DeGeneres couldn't do worse. That's that's sure. She's not probably no. Like, does it at make, least as clever as... Maybe it's one of those things, because sometimes, like, if I read a pile of bad scripts, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go write a script, because this is, like, such crap. Yeah. So I, do you feel that way with children's books? Does it make you want to write one? I want to be a consultant. It's like... Mm-hmm. It's funny. Let's... Getting back to making a joke in another language. Sure. For a long time, a couple blocks from my house, there was a restaurant that had a huge sign in the window that said, Steamed Dumpings. Mm-hmm. I love this already. And I always just wanted to work as a guy... 
who speaks English very well, and you just run your sign by him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I say, you take out that apostrophe <clears throat> and dumpings me. See, but poops. I, whenever I see those signs, I'm always like, there, there are unethical sign makers because they should say, hey, I have been in this country for a <laughs> this, while making signs. This is making this people is, think of shit. Exactly. I, I don't think the sign maker community is a community of people who necessarily have been in this country a long, long time. Not that there aren't sign makers who do. That's fair. My childhood best friend's a professional sign maker. I'm not speaking ill of sign makers. I'm just saying. House is English. It's an immigration friendly profession. Mm-hmm. Very good. He went to Evergreen College. Does mm. he? Oh, wait. Did I say his English is good? <laughs> I meant his bong making is good. <laughs> sure. Does he the tell people language. if there are typos in their sign submissions? I'm sure he he's got to let people know. You should you should submit one anonymously and see what he does. Can I? But spell anonymously. Can I posit wrong. a theory? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've posited this theory on the show before. I may have. It's a long held theory by me, so I apologize if this is repeat hearing. For Apology anybody. accepted. If Thank needed. You. Thank you. Maybe I haven't. So uh, one of my early PA jobs was on a uh, Vietnamese variety show. Amazing. Uh, it was. Each episode was four hours long. Wow. Uh, but it mostly commit- it consisted of musical numbers, like pop musical numbers. Okay. And uh, one, of the, one of the pop singers was, was this kind of young teen girl, kind of clearly a, you know, shooting to be a Vietnamese pop Britney star. Spears. Mm-hmm. Very much in that mode, you know, little outfit. She had backup dancers. Uh, and hearing her backstage, she just talked like, uh, you know, she had been here her whole life. Like had no accent, perfect English, had like a sidekick, was like gabbing with her friends. Just a an 18-year-old American through and through. When she got on stage, she would uh, put – R's in things that didn't have R's in. She would sing as if English was not her first language. So, and I'm I'm just guessing that if she got up and sang perfect English, this audience of Vietnamese people, I'm wondering if this is a stab at authenticity. That's interesting. So I'm wondering if the if weird signage is part of having a, a a store in an ethnic neighborhood. Well, I'll tell you this. I've always – one of my career ambitions has always been to be a huge black man in the German music industry mm-hmm. because – I don't want to be a dream crusher. <laughs> but – Well, let then good. Have, don't. have this. But then don't Germany crush my Germany is dream. very far away. That's all I'm <laughs> oh, going okay. to say. The plane ticket will be very it's expensive. It's like going to be over $1,000. Yeah. Because ever since, ever since in college, I heard the original theme music of The Sound of Young America, JoJo Action by mm-hmm. the band Mr. President. I have remembered that there was a rapper in the group who was a big black guy mm-hmm. um, and clearly his only qualification to be in the group was his size <laughs> and race. Sure. He was clearly not – like he was clearly rapping because he couldn't sing and he was certainly not a rapper. His rap went, hey, Jojo, down at the disco, turn up your collar and you're ready to go. Hip, hip, hip. Let's do it. Tip, tip, tip. Come on. And that seems like a great job. You yeah. go on like Eurovision. Well, I feel like they even have this here. I mean, I feel like look at all those. Look at all the the Rebecca Black videos of like teens, yeah. teen, teen vanity videos. And you they don't just do. A, they you just have an untalented guy who's just there because he's black to rap. Can you everyone? imagine how fun it would have been in 1987 or 1988 to be one of Prince's untalented rappers? Mm. I mean, before Prince. Prince ended up sort of rapping himself a lot. 
which is very bad. Uh, but before that, he would have a guest rapper who was from his, you know, his signee. Right. But he had no – I'm sure to this day he has no idea what a good rapper is. But I would argue that rap had not progressed to the speed and – and quality but it that it is now. beyond the quality. <laughs> like, because early rap is like really, it's slow. It's not like, you know, it's different. But we're not talking about 1981 here. We're talking about 1988. Right. So right. there's already been Rakim. Like mm-hmm. Rakim invented rapping as a contemporary type activity, you know, as opposed to, you know, uh, da ba 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 And <laughs> a fat boys. <laughs> yeah, a fat boys or a beastie boys or uh Run DMC did that, but yelling. Um, So it was post that. But some real horrible Prince rappers. But you get to hang out at the Prince Club. Just imagine how many beautiful women are there. Yeah. You, like, just everything about that must have been tremendous until you got dropped from the label three months after you got signed. But I think an even easier job would be to be a hype man because you don't even have to rap. You just have to say, like, words every once in a while. Being a great hype man. You just have to be like, yeah. And that's it. <laughs> and, you know, you have to handle capes. There's probably, like, yeah. cape transportation, mm-hmm. cape uh, cape maintenance, that's maybe. pretty much all there is, though. Do you think they steam the capes? you got to hold the weed and guns. Uh, <laughs> you have to take the, the fall when the tour time? bus gets pulled over. Yeah. That's fair. You're making good money. Sure. That's a really good... And I'm not saying it's unfair. I'm just saying there are other responsibilities besides saying the word. All right. And, you know, you probably got to wear, like, catcher's equipment. You got to do something Sometimes distinctive. Sometimes you got to do a mini stutter, like, yeah. Yeah, you got to do a... You got to, like, a half... Like a half Jason mask, mm-hmm. the Saint Lunatics guy. You know what I'm talking right. about, Nelly's That's guy. That's one yeah. example. Nelly's guy. Yeah, Spliff Star. <laughs> Can you name Spliff any other Star. hype men? God, I'd love to. We got uh, who else is it? Who, who else is it? Well, Memphis Bleak would be Jay Z's hype man, pretty consistently. There's not Farnsworth T Bentley is not a hype man. He's a valet. He's yeah. Who is that? That is oh god. He is he, he was originally P Diddy's. So this is what happened. He was working at the Ralph Lauren store mm-hmm. in New York, uh, the mansion I think, and uh, and P Diddy met him. He was so elegant. He was a very very exceptionally well dressed man. Uh, that P Diddy hired him to be like his guy. His stylist. Yeah, that's like stylist or valet. But then okay. he started appearing on camera a lot, holding an open umbrella. Uh, that's and, still a valet. And dancing. Mm. And then he made his own record, mm. Colors, Cool Outrageous Lovers of Outrageous Raw Style. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an acronym. Yeah. Well, what isn't in hip-hop? Mm-hmm. True, true. <laughs> and um, uh, it, it, so maybe if people like – if people – you know, are offended by a lyric in hip hop. They should just consider that it's an acronym. Yeah, sure. What about Kid Rock's uh, the little person that hangs out with Kid Rock? Is he a hype man? He's dead. He he's dead. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yes, what? he died some years ago. I did not know that. And it was very tragic. And Kid Rock made some genuinely moving tributes to him. Was he a hype man? Would you consider? He him was a hype definitely man? a hype man. 100%. I did not know he passed away. Now, uh, uh, rap's other most famous little person. Not a hype man, Bushwick Bill from the Ghetto Boys. Not a hype man. A talented rapper in his own right. Very talented rapper. Big Daddy Kane. King Asiatic, nobody's equal. See, I would say Big Daddy Kane invented Now, Big Daddy, K- Big Daddy Kane, there's a guy with some hype man. Right, but exactly. He had Scoob. Yes. And what's the other mm-hmm. guy called? He had two guys. 
Scoob and another guy. I don't know. We're going we're going outside my comfort zone here. <laughs> but I would I would argue that he's one of the he you know, he's he's right there rap. he's right there with Rakim absolutely in your 1985 1986 1987 yeah. time zone absolutely <laughs> scrap. scrap scrap and scoob no check it out good for us guys we scrap figured it and out scoob scoob and scrap you know right, why because it. that's Scooby Doo and Scrappy oh there you go there's kind of a there's a right there's a big Scooby Doo yeah. and little Scooby Doo yeah and of course Big Daddy Kane Big Daddy Kane guys it all makes sense mm-hmm. we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse go la 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 la. Dan Kennedy, American Spirit promo. Take one. Hi, I'm Dan Kennedy. Please read my book. Uh, Dan, you should probably tell them the title. Sorry. Um, It's called American Spirit. And maybe what sort of book it is. It's a novel. Yeah, but what kind of novel? Um, It's a a dark, funny novel. Uh, And? Okay. It's the okay, a guy loses his job and basically he goes on this sort of quest to figure out his life, but he gets very lost to put it mildly. He's confused, he's a little drunk, he ends up doing some very uh strange stuff in strange places and um you know, he's relatable in other words, basically. All right. Uh, you know what? Let's try this again from the top. Dan Kennedy, author of Rock On and host of the Moth Storytelling Podcast. American Spirit promo, take two. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Allison Becker. I have a large shaped head. You don't you have a beautiful head, Allison. Thank you. I was just saying that. If you're listening at home, don't listen to a fucking word, Allison Becker. Says. Okay, well, don't listen to this. This young woman is a television star because of a combination of talent and good looks. And head size. You know what that <laughs> means? A shapely head. Sure. You don't I see any lump heads on TV. I was a C-section, didn't go through the birth canal, didn't most, get my head shaped. Most television, most successful television hosts are C-sections. Really? Ryan Seacrest. C-section? Courtney Cox. C-section? Regis Philbin. C-section? Mary-Kate Nashley. <laughs> <laughs> couple of C-sections. Couple of C-sections. Couple of C-sections. Probably one C-section. Everyone says it. There the are a couple entire of cast of Mad About You. I didn't know this, guys. I feel better about Including myself. Richard Kind. <laughs> yeah. Es- You're in good company. Especially, Especially Richard Kind. Is Hank Azaria considered one of the cast? Because he was recurring. <laughs> uh, no, no. He's straight vaginal birth. Okay. <laughs> he is very open about it, too. Yeah. He'll take, he has it right on his resume. He's been in therapy <laughs> for years. <laughs> Came out of birth canal. <laughs> And then Mr. Burns up But it, he counts as diversity <laughs> casting, I think. He's, he right, that's true. That's, that's true. That's sure, really yeah. Good. So if they have a minimum or that's something. That's how he got his start in, in Hollywood. He did the NBC Vaginal Birth Writers Program. Sure. <laughs> okay, let's get to our sponsors. <laughs> now that we've set up a, a hospitable environment for advertisements, <laughs> yeah. let's get to our sponsors. Our first sponsor this week, our old pals at VG Kids. Good to have them back. They're a full-service screen printing company offering custom garments, posters, packaging, stickers, as well as full-color digital printing for postcards, vinyl banners, etc. And they also have design services and fulfillment. These are good people. I met with them. Mm-hmm. I went to I went to the great state of Michigan. Ooh. I met with these people. These are good people. They're punk rock types. They're hard. They're scrappy. But they're, they're effective also business the persons. They're very trustworthy mm-hmm. for that reason. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, 100% C-section. 
<laughs> Good. No, no birth canalers. Thank God. I wanted to ask, but I was worried. Yeah, these people's these people's heads fused as they would. Yeah, just whatever shape it wanted to wow. be. A man, a plan, a birth canal. <laughs> VGKids.com. Yeah, and hey, I, I hear... A man, a plan, a birth canal, VGKids.com. <laughs> That's our new slogan. <laughs> slogan. Uh, and hey, I think they'll offer any listeners a 10% discount if they mention the show. They're actual fans of Jordan Jesse Go, so if you yeah. say to them, I heard about this on Jordan Jesse Go, they will actually give you a discount. It's, it's, it's no trick, no offer code required. Just say, hey... I heard about you on my favorite podcast, Jordan Jesse Go. They'll say, "Oh, that's our favorite podcast too." Well, probably they'll say, "Oh, I like I love Savage Love." Yeah, I mean, but I listened to that. I used to listen to Jordan. I used Jesse to listen Go. to Jordan Jesse Go okay. before there were other podcasts. What do we got up on the jumbotron, Jordan? Uh, I think it's Mission Cleaners Books, and they're offering a special package of two poetry books that they think JJ Go listeners will like: the dark comedy Bug House and the postmodern uh, epistolary novel Everything uh, Everything Reused in the Sea. Uh, so if you want to uh, get some books, go to missioncleaners.com slash JJGo. We got a copy of this, uh, both books, $24, and they are uh, and they come with a journal, Ooh. a letterpress printed journal. They all are very, very lovely. Um, so you can just go to missioncleaners.com slash JJGo for all your poetry and gurnal needs. Gurnal? If you want to be up on the Jumbotron, <laughs> email us. Uh, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to sponsor an episode of Jordan, Jesse, go email us at Teresa at MaximumFun.org. And, hey, guess what? If you ever lose the name of a business or uh, you need the link or the bonus code or whatever, you can always find all that information at Forum.MaximumFun.org in the shows forum, right in the sticky, sticky thread. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The sticky thread? I do know about the sticky thread. Yeah, that's from days when you don't exercise, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and when somebody's massaging my nodes. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Becker, not a stripper. Great news, everyone. First of all, Allison Becker just did a call back to something that we said in between <laughs> segments. Guys, there are awesome bonus runs that you are not even hearing, and they're great. You'll, you'll never hear the gem that we leave on the cutting room, the gems we leave on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. And by on the cutting room floor, I mean just when we're not pressing record. We use everything <laughs> when we press record. There's no editing in this program. Yeah. Then Sonny D would have to do something to earn a producer money. <laughs> We should make him like we should make him like edit this like you would an old time movie with like a pair of scissors and one of those little jewelers. Uh, so yeah. he could actually glasses. leave things on the floor. What right. if we had him do an alternate edit where everything happens in chronological order? I think that would be nice because I yeah, mean, now we do this memento style. I think the jewelers thing is called a loop, right? Yeah, the that's little thing a loop. you put in your oh, eye. I didn't know that. Yeah. I never know what to call that thing. I feel like I want to talk about it. Like I want to make like a comedy reference to it. Like, hey, he's got one of those a loop. loop. It's called a loop. I believe it's L O U P E. I think you're right. Yeah, I used it in a photography class back <sighs> before digital photography. Oh, you know how about that. I'm interested in taking a photography class. Do you recommend it? I do because the being in the dark room is very meditative. I'm not going to go in the fucking dark room. This is 2013 or so. <gasps> so you don't want to develop it. You just want to take the like. Take I just want to. I just want someone to explain f stops. I could explain f stops to you. You don't even have to pay me. What's an f-stop? F-stop is the aperture opening. Oh, great. That's completely useless. (laughs) See, she said some other nonsense photo 
but we it's, get it. You're really smart, but it's a Allison. Fraction. It's a fraction. So the oh, bigger the so number, the F is a fraction. The, I don't okay. know what the F stands for, but the bigger the number, the smaller the aperture, because it's actually one over that number. You know what the F stands for? Fuck Allison Becker <laughs> and her bullshit attitude. Whoa, 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 whoa! She was we trying to it. teach you about photography. Do you know what "fuck Allison Becker" spells with an acronym? Spells fab. Nailed it. Yeah. Guess who's on the cutting room floor now? <laughs> uh, when something momentous <laughs> when something momentous happens to you, the listener, we ask that you call us at 206-984-4FUN for the segment that we call Jordan Momentous Occasions. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Sid from Raleigh. I just wanted to let you know that I just got out of the courthouse and I dropped off my official papers to run for mayor of Raleigh. Thank you. What? Wow. That's now, insane. You, but we should be careful, Jesse, now that we you— We don't want to run— We, we don't, don't want to endorse— campaign, campaign finance laws. Right. And also, as an NPR journalist, I can't—I can say some of the most vile profanities you can imagine, <laughs> but I cannot endorse candidates. That's fair. So, I would say that I'll put it this way. I'm certainly not endorsing the people running against said— no, of course not. My presumption is that this is former Atlanta Braves first baseman Sid Bream. <laughs> probably is. He's probably running for mayor of Raleigh. <laughs> Raleigh as in Raleigh, North Carolina? Is that where he is? I think so, right? That, that, I, that's what I assumed. Yes. Okay. I mean, I am surprised by two things or mm-hmm. questioning two things. I did not know that you need to go to the courthouse to officially submit to run for mayor. Yeah. Well, it's you like you're you marrying do? a city. I don't know. Because like, what if a, what if a person who wins write-in votes wins do they have to go officially before the election you got to submit to get on the ballot to get on the ballot yes to get on the ballot you're saying you're concerned what if somebody what if somebody lives in a tree and they don't want to come down yeah they don't have a car to get there what if somebody's afraid of courthouses also (laughs) is he running as the as like the republican candidate or the democratic candidate or is he just like i'm just gonna do it here's my impression of Raleigh, and I've never been there. It's one of these, like... It's <laughs> but you have an of, impression of Here's it. my impression. I'm a very judgmental person. Here's uh, my impression. I'm going to go work on my train set. <laughs> <laughs> so Raleigh is one of these... It's one of these, like, places in the South that's like a, like a hipster enclave or a, or a college town or something. It's like this little pocket that's not like the rest of the state, right? No, it's in the heart of the research triangle. Oh, okay. I'm guessing it's one of these places where, like, a ton of people run for mayor. Like, someone someone runs a dog in a bandana or— Like Portland. Right, right. Where it's like, oh, and the, the jam lady also runs and the beekeeper runs and they have these weird parties like— Former Atlanta Braves first baseman. For runs. instance. Yeah, local weirdos. Uh, and, yeah, and they have, there's these weird parties like— So are you calling Sid a local weirdo? Yeah, Definitely. He's a podcast enthusiast. <laughs> I know. He called a podcast. Well, I wouldn't just surprise, like, if he is actually running for mayor and he knew that he had the potential of being on your podcast, why wouldn't he use his full name? Wouldn't that just be, like, mm. free advertising? That's true, yeah. He only you used his Sydney? first name. <laughs> yes, yeah. Exactly. Why wouldn't he say Sydney? We know who you are, Sid. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Sydney. Fess up. Um, or maybe that is his full name. Maybe he's, like, Cher. Yeah. Well, I think he was treating this – I think he's a he, – he's a – He's a guy who wants to win the election fairly, and he did want to call the cinema as a momentous occasion, but he didn't want it to seem, you know, pandering. And he didn't, you know, because we don't. I think we have the same. Uh, we have the same policy as the Judge John Hodgman podca- podcast. We don't want any buzz marketing, right? And you know, we certainly for don't. Taco Bell last week. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
I'm assuming that's a fart noise. That was that my was impression a of Taco Bell. No. <laughs> what makes you what Taco Bell makes you do? A woman called in last week. Uh, she had a baby in a Taco Bell parking lot, and then Taco Bell sent her a bunch of baby clothes with Taco Bell logos. Why on does them. Taco Bell have that? What? I bet they just have a like a logo, and you can they can get it printed on anything. You think they just I don't went think... to Zazzle.com yeah, slash yeah. Taco Bell, or they were actually like onesies for like the pigs that they slaughter, <laughs> and they were just like, "Do you want it for your baby?" Right. Those are slaughtering onesies. Yeah, yeah. It had pig's blood on it. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to know more about Sid's platform. Mm-hmm. Da- on, 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 downloadable on-demand content for everyone. I think so. We can get with Sounds that. Sounds great. Yeah. I mean, how can we can we parlay this into something for us? I mean, if we have a friend in City Hall, maybe like we can move to Raleigh and build a and build a pool as big whoa, as we whoa, want. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was going to say build, I don't move build to a home. In oh a no, no, you're area. moving. Yeah, whoa, you're whoa, in this episode. Guys, that's yeah. like it's in the research triangle. Why wouldn't you want to live there? Allison, I don't want to live there. We've got a friend in City Hall. Our pools can be as big as we want. Right. Can you imagine the unlicensed additions that we're going to make? <laughs> no permits. The per- <laughs> We can pull any permit we want now. We boom, can have boom, boom. ferrets. You, you want... Ferrets as pets, I guys. I think other cities are not as Nazi-ist with the, with the permits as, you want as a permit? Is. You want a permit for open flame in a mattress factory? <laughs> we got it. Guys, City Hall is good for things other than permits. You want so a you permit know. for a... <laughs> You guys are just hung up on a... the permits. <laughs> we love permits. You want a permit for a gun store daycare center? What about we like tax it. exemption? But you guys just care about permits. Well, I mean, I don't want the city's potholes not to get filled because I'm yeah, scrimping I believe, on my taxes. I believe, in, I believe in civic involvement. I just want to have and a store. What about our boys overseas? <laughs> How are they going to get our... RMEs, meals ready to eat, MREs, <laughs> if, if we don't pay our taxes. You're right. Look, we just want to have a store where just, we could set fire to a ferret on a mattress. If you're just willy-nilly <laughs> requesting permits, that you're though, that's sucking up our tax dollars. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud. Someone has to write those permits. I'm Someone proud has to print of the success. I'm proud of the success of my flame mattress factory. Yeah, and I feel like I need to give back to the community and help build libraries and schools. They have guns in them. I just want a pool that's slightly bigger than my neighbors and to have ferrets swimming in it. I don't think that's unreasonable. I don't think that's unreasonable. Here's a scenario. <laughs> All right, go. You're walking down the street. In you're Raleigh s- or I'm here? In Raleigh. Yeah. Where you're we s- have friends in do City I, Am Hall. I living there now? Yes, of course. Okay, I just want We're to wrap there. my head yeah. around this. Okay, I'm You're married to a nice food scientist. <laughs> okay, I'm and in. Don't, and do not even think about imagining this scenario happening in Durham. I'm not because that is a whole I'm other. In that's yeah. a whole other can of beans. I'm wearing a gingham dress in this fantasy. <laughs> oh, you look great! Thanks. Yeah. You're walking down the street. A policeman stops you. Mm-hmm. He writes you a ticket because your dick is out. Okay. <laughs> then you tell him right. I'm friends with Sid. Uh-huh. He tears it up and throws it to the four winds. And you can go right into Chuck E. Cheese. No. <laughs> Get right back to your daycare center. You guys center. have not been in the South ever. Because the policemen <laughs> do, do not, not have they do not Waffle give House tickets. Waffle they House. They just go, good day, ma'am. Yeah, right. They exactly. don't give anyone tickets. Not Chuck E. Cheese. Waffle House. Waffle House. Famous. Waffle House is so good. Waffle House is pretty good. I had, Pecan Waffle? Yeah. I. You know what, what Waffle House thing really delivered for me? I, I, I had a Waffle House. And uh, my family's from the South. I have never been to a Waffle House until <gasps> I did that thing... Uh, last year where I drove from L.A. to New York for those web videos that weren't that good. Um, I got the smothered hash browns, hash browns, cheese, gravy, onions. Oh, God, that was good. That sounds really it good. really delivered. 
Yeah. Yeah. Where well, what where where were you if driving from LA to New York, what southern state did you pass with? Did you take Route sixty six? Austin, Texas at one point. Went to Austin, you? Texas. Okay. Yeah. This was between Austin and Philadelphia, which I okay, think was our so next stop. So maybe you were in like Tennessee. Or yeah. Something. I mean it all looks the same to me. This was on this was on behalf of the good people <laughs> in Superman Gillette. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. How does he shave? You see I Superman don't... shave a ton in the comics, by the way. They've answered that. You do? Yeah. He shaves with its heat vision. He bounces it off the mirror and shaves with its heat vision. That is well established. Like that – that's been around for fucking ever. That's Wait, like Super was... Tiger. Everyone knows about that. Why yeah, exactly. Why a question of why he – how he shaved? Well, I think that's a – that's a – that's like just a little goof. It's like, you know, this is like, hey, what happens if he gets shot in the eye? How does he shave? But they've – they're very thorough with Superman can I questions. Ask, can I, I ask you a quick question? Please. Did you see the forum post on our forum? We'll get to the rest of our calls in a second. That was about – the tiger that lives in the Captain Marvel slash Shazam universe. Oh, I have not. So, so somehow – I did not even remember this coming up <laughs> on the program. I remember that Shazam was broached briefly because mm-hmm. I think John Roy was talking about the like morning variety show for children yeah. hosted by Shazam yeah. slash Captain Marvel. Oh, boy. And if you have not – Looked at the theme wow. songs for those things. It is unreal. Good God. Okay, and so there's a tiger. Apparently, in the Shazam Captain Marvel universe, there is a tiger mm. who becomes super intelligent mm-hmm. and l- gains the ability to talk, and he decides to live in our world as a man. <laughs> he wears clothes, including suits. <laughs> And at one point, does he someone, look like a man or he looks like a tiger? He looks, he's just a tiger wearing people clothes, okay. <laughs> standing up on his hind legs. But he is not, the, that's the thing is that his the tail guy. tail in or out of the suit? The guy who posted does about this in the forum. he have a little tail hole in his pants? That's cute. <laughs> I believe he does. Mm-hmm. The guy who posted about this in the forum wanted to be clear that one of the remarkable things about this character is that unlike many other superhero animals, He's not anthropomorph he's not anthropomorphized to the extent that he is part man part beast. He's, he's full still tiger. he's just a tiger that can talk and chooses to live as a man. Hmm. Like that uh like that walking internet dog. <laughs> you know what so I'm talking he, about. So would he would he still well, like live as a man, like does he eat at restaurants or does he like kill? <laughs> I, think he, I think he eats at restaurants. He kills at restaurants. <laughs> he goes to a restaurant and just kills someone there, but eats it at the table. Like, Have you ever had a sm- smothered Waffle House patron? Oh. <laughs> so good. They make their own gravy. Next call. Hey, Jordan and Jesse and guests. I was just driving to work and at a red light, I looked in a Denny's parking lot to my left and there was a uh, Jeep Cherokee parked in the lot and... uh in the back seat of the Jeep Cherokee, sticking his head out the window, was a llama. <laughs> yeah. Somebody had a llama in their Jeep. Shit, yeah. And they were eating at Denny's. Fuck yeah. Pretty great. A lot of, uh, it seems like we're having a little run of weird shit that goes on in uh, chain restaurant parking lots. Yeah. Fucking llamas are the best. I would like to thank that caller for acknowledging the guest, because the guest is me. That's, yeah. It was very polite. It's considerate. Mm-hmm. Feelings on llamas? Um, llamas are funny. I'm mean, not funny like you ever peculiar. A, I mean, they're fun. Did they're, you ever they take a laugh. big class on llamas? You want to school me about llamas yes. and show how smart you Did are? Did you know that llama? President <laughs> Big Head. <laughs> Whoa. You're going there? Going Big Head? Jesse's She's self-conscious upset. about Jesse's it, upset. Jesse. I was a vaginal birth. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, you'll never be a TV star That's like Richard Collins. television <laughs> shows got so canceled so quickly. Yeah. My type of birth was named after a great leader. Yeah. Mm. 
your type of birth was named is that after why, is that genitalia. Also, is that why? <laughs> is, is that also why you have that uh, George Clooney on ER haircut? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's coming back. Next call. Get it. Jordan, Jesse, King Buzzo. I had a momentous occasion today while shopping uh, at the mall with my daughters for my wife's birthday. We were leaving the mall, returning to our car, and the car next to us had a license plate FAP1, F-A-P-1. I looked behind us, and another car had a license plate with three numbers and tug. We got in the car to drive away, and within 30 seconds on the radio was Roger Miller's Do Wackadoo. I don't believe in the divine creator, but if I did, I might have had to punch one out right there in the car if it wasn't for my daughters. <laughs> Thank you very much. There's and they, went, they were headed to a Jamaican restaurant to get some jerk chicken. <laughs> <laughs> there was only two things standing between him and jacking off in his car. I think One it's... was the presence of his daughters. Yeah. The other was that he doesn't believe in a higher power. <laughs> but if he did believe in God, oh, he yeah. would have... Those Guys, are also why, Dude, why he's relapsed in his alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. AA would have something to say about that. The stress of raising kids in today's difficult society, and he never gave, he never capitulated <laughs> to his higher power. I don't know if that was any sort of divine intervention. I just think that men in general are always looking for signs of jerking off. <laughs> like, you just happen to see him because he's always looking. Have you heard our program before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did we have this much jerk-off talk when you were on before? Or is it just when Jesse's here? I think it's just when Jesse's it's here. It's a pretty classy show when you're not around. <laughs> is it really? I mean, it's, I know it's not we all technically have part of the like real Limeritas. world. <laughs> yeah, we have Limeritas and we sit around talking about tort reform. And Tequiza, come on. And we, yes, and Tequiza. Um... That's funny. That's funny. The FAP one is. Um, it reminds me of uh, my 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 best buddy growing up uh, was uh, Mike Wynn, and his big sister had this boyfriend who was like the coolest dude and would like mm-hmm. drive us to uh, the county where you can get fireworks. And we went to. Nuts. Did he have a Trans Am? Oh, I don't know what he had. It was probably something super lame, but I was just you Fiero. Know, yeah, yeah, right. Glad to be in the car with an adult who wasn't kidnapping me. <laughs> Um, and he was just he the coolest dude. did get kidnapped a couple times, and that was a real bum out. <laughs> that was a real oh, bum out. Bummer. Yeah. Oh, so lame. <laughs> um, it's blamer than homework to get kidnapped and thrown <laughs> in a ditch. Um, and his car license plate said Stank Ho oh on God. it. Oh and he, he got it past – he got it pr- past um, – The DMV. The DMV by saying it was a tribute to his college professor, Stonko. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so amazing. So I'm guessing this FAP1 guy had some sort of comparable – excuse anyway we have one more call let's take a listen hello jordan jesse and guest my name is roberto um i just landed i would say about an hour ago uh, into the united states from afghanistan where i spent a year in southern afghanistan on a deployment so i was wondering you could advise me on what I should do with this free time that I'm going to have here in the near future and this extra money, aside from drugs and stabbing someone. <laughs> I'm pretty much down for anything. So thanks for the advice. First of all, my, re- my first recommendation to Roberto, in all seriousness, slow down your speech. You all <laughs> <laughs> right, stretch it out. Yeah. I would like to say thank you to Roberto. Absolutely. Thank you for, for your service. Thank you. Over there, yeah. mm-hmm. Good for you. One year. Welcome back. Time. Welcome home. Yeah, so he's got, he's got some cash. 
some time on his hands. First of all, you're going to want to get HBO and HBO Go. <laughs> Catch Absolutely. up on Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's everybody's your talking about it. Number one priority. Yeah. If you don't know what's, if you don't know about what went down on Game mm. of Thrones one week before the season finale mm-hmm. of this year's se- season, then you are fucking. You're so out of the loop. You're going to be at a party. And it's going to be like there's a force field around yeah, you. Yeah, because, Roberto, I don't watch the show. And, and people, you I, have I not feel... been out of the house in weeks. Uh, weeks. I've seen you at a social occasion. And at first, I, th- I thought it was because of your head. But I <laughs> checked. <laughs> Probably was. <laughs> I checked with someone else at the party. And they said, no, she doesn't know about what went down on Game of Thrones yeah. right almost mm-hmm. at the end of season three. And... So nobody – because what are you going to talk about then? If you can't talk about that, what are you going to talk about Politics, with Politics, literature. Oh, her Sid's mm. running for mayor of Raleigh-Durham in the <laughs> research triangle. What does that have to do with the Red Wedding? They'll yell at you. I would also tell Roberto that he should probably check out some self-serve yogurt places because they've really taken off in this country. Yeah, yeah all that's across probably – yeah. What, if, what has yogurt he missed land. in the past year? Yeah, yeah. I would recommend um, the mochi uh, – Topping. That's a fun topic. That's oh, a really yeah. good topping. It's the it's the gummy uh, rice uh, batter or whatever mm-hmm. it's called that's on the outside of mochi, but in little pellets, and it adds a wonderful, wonderful chewing. It doesn't nice sound texture. good, but it's it's so good. Right. A it's nice. Good. It'll sweet, sound and chewy. look gross, but mm-hmm. trust us. Oh, get those mochis. That's so two prior number one priorities HBO Go. <laughs> number two priority is going to be trying out mochis. Yeah. Number three, you're going to want to get a vanity license plate. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Just do it. There you go. Sure. And Something you gross. Ha- you have the time to come up with a jack-off euphemism that they haven't heard of. <laughs> right? And to come up with a prof- professor's name. Mm-hmm. Oh, that- also start a Kickstarter for something. Oh, yeah. You got Everybody's a Kickstarter. Sure. Got to- I say kickstart your jack-off bumper sticker. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah, sure. License plate. What does a license plate cost? Personalized plate? Uh... You're looking at 60 to $80 a year. There you go. Yeah, at least. I, I think we've pretty much settled things. So, I mean, yeah, right once now. you got the mochi, once you got the – well, I mean, you're kickstarting the license plate, so that's not an excuse. Oh, can I suggest one more yeah. thing? This is something specific to his experience as a veteran. Mm-hmm. Get yourself one of these hero dogs. I've been reading about oh these my hero God, dogs. Yeah. I've been reading What's about that? these hero dogs in my hero dog calendar. <gasps> mm-hmm. Well, there's They're all dogs kind of... that they find in Afghanistan, right? There, there's a lot. Number one, there's a variety of different kinds of hero dogs. Mm-hmm. But one type is a type that has been trained to assist soldiers in readjusting to civilian life. And they only eat mochi, right? They, and they talk about the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> they teach they, – the, the dog knows about what's what's been going on with the Kanye and Kim. Sure. Mm-hmm. They, Catch you up on Game of Thrones. They Knows all, how to work Google Chrome. They've got an <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you will need to know how to work Google Chrome now they've that you've got back. an advance of Yeezus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. They've got everything that you need. The dog is up on any leak. Yeah. The dog uh, the dog knows about. Oh, uh, you can also tag people on Instagram now. I feel like you should know that. Yeah, that's true. I can see how that would be a real shock to your yeah. system. You come out of, you know, the regimented uh, military life, and boom, people are tagging on Instagram. It's, it's, it's particularly an, yeah. regimented. Send you into a whirlwind. Yeah. You can now use any of the Instagram filters. Wow. Not just fog of war. <laughs> 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 well, that was great. We'll be back yeah. in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Becker, I can walk on two legs. 
I before we go, <laughs> before we go, I, I want to talk about one serious thing. Please, I feel um, like this is not going to be serious. <laughs> something, something that's serious. In contrast to the guy who just called in to say that he yeah. uh, just came back from a one-year deployment in Afghanistan. That's a fun goof. Um, this is the serious thing. Uh, I, we've talked about this a little bit on the show before, uh, but there is a pretty serious threat to the future of podcasting. Um, there is a company that's uh, claiming that it has a patent on uh, the technology behind podcasting that was issued in the late 1990s, 1997 to be specific. Um, they are uh, they are what generally is categorized as a patent troll, which is to say that this company has never manufactured or done anything with this patent. They've just been sitting on it for the last 15 years um, and uh, just came out of the woodwork recently and has sued, uh, among other people, uh, uh, Discovery Communications, who make the Stuff You Should Know podcasts, um, uh, Adam Carolla, uh, another company that makes educational podcasts, uh, a few big media companies, and they've been um, sending threatening letters to all kinds of podcasters. And the problem with this is that the way it works is that um, when you defend yourself from a patent lawsuit, it costs one to two million dollars. Um, so, and you have to pay that one to two million dollars whether or not you successfully defend yourself. So, when someone offers to settle with you, it is a sort of de facto extortion because there's no way for, you know, you, your choices are either spend a million dollars to defend yourself in court or right. settle. Um, luckily, our friends at the Electronic Frontier Foundation um, and a sort of consortium of podcasters who are concerned about this are trying to fight back on this. And we really, really need your help. Um, the EFF has already, with the help of a law firm that's working pro bono, um, filed for what's called a reexamination of the patent. And they did this thanks to uh, – they tried to raise $30,000 and within a day they'd raise seventy five. Um, uh, from podcast fans. Um, this is the cheapest part of this process is this patent reexamination. And the key element of patent reexamination is you have to find what's called prior art, which is an example of uh, what happened, what's described in the patent that existed before the patent was filed. So if you're one of these, if you're either uh, like an enthusiastic detective type um, or you yeah, exactly. If, <laughs> if, gonna, if you're a man machine who has weapons in his hat mm-hmm. uh, it, and a plucky daughter, daughter, or if you just penny, I don't know, niece, niece, Fuck niece. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, no. <laughs> um, she, she was. Or if you're what the uh, or, or if you're, uh, I think we probably have a lot of listeners who are uh, the kind of internet user who mm. were active internet users in the mid 1990s. And may simply or may have been involved in the, you know, Web 1.0 boom. Mm -hmm. Um, And you may simply know of things. The the patent essentially describes – it's – I'm not looking at it right now. um, But it essentially describes uh, serial audio content distributed by computer network. Um, So if you are either of those types of people – or you just want to help, go to EFF.org slash save podcasting, EFF.org slash save podcasting. And you can participate. There's a link there to this cool 
uh, website that helps people find prior art. And, you know, do some research, lead a research team, you know, go on, get up, get your ass up on Metafilter or whatever, hmm. help some people because this is, and I, you know, I don't mean to be melodramatic, but it is, an, it is absolutely something that could wipe podcasting from the face of the earth. Um, and it is, you know, I mean, you know, it's terrifying to me and to everyone else in the podcasting industry and it's also in my opinion morally abhorrent so is it is it only audio or is it bit like would a web show count as it's prior art there it's in this case it's audio i i believe um but the the actual text of the patent which is reasonably readable i think it's understandable um if you're a lay person um, you can find on, on this website. So go to EFF.org slash save podcasting. And if you have ideas, uh, share them there. And there's a great like a voting system to help things rise to the top. Yeah, there's a, it seems like there's a nice little uh, little form letter to write your congressperson to. That's really easy to do. And yeah, there's just a ton of stuff. I mean, the truth is that often this research uh, costs uh, literally hundreds of thousands <clears throat> of dollars. Um, and that is one of the reasons that we are asking you to help us with it because um, – you know, we as an industry, none of our companies have hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend on this. And the the big guys, it's our assumption, will simply take the easier path, which is to settle with these people. But um, uh, we need your help. So go to EFF.org slash save podcasting. Okay. Great. There's all the serious that stuff. That was a lot of fun. Let's wrap this show up. I think we had a great time with Allison Becker. Yeah, I think we did too. I think we did. Despite the head insults, despite the... Uh, the the relentless pulverizing of your head, big head. I don't mean big is, head in like the metaphorical sense. I mean big head. You're like, very yeah. You have a big head in most ways. I mean, I think we all heard oh. your fucking camera lecture, Allison. You want to hear about f stops? No, I don't. Because you want you, to hear about shutter speed? Because you are so patronizing when you stop start bath? talking about f stops. Is that a camera thing? Stop bath? You dip it in the stop bath? Yeah, they dip it in the stop bath. That's to just get the chemicals to stop developing. Oh, so Otherwise, you know what? Develop. This is really interesting. What, you want to talk about chiaroscuro? I'll talk about chiaroscuro. <laughs> well, let's talk about but it. But let's talk about it off microphone. What about people, burning and dodging? People are tired of this bit. <laughs> He's got legs. Al- Allison, Allison Becker, uh, can we find you on the internet? People are probably piqued uh, and uh, interested find in finding more about you and I your beautiful a, head. I have a Twitter. Um, I have. I'm really into Instagram. I love Instagram. Both are at the Allison Becker. Allison with one L because yeah, my parents were difficult. And uh, you it. actually, speaking of internet audio, you have a little internet audio project maybe yeah, people can um, listen to. My friend and uh, fellow performer Jessica Saddleberger and I, we started a radio show that is on tradiov.com. It's New Frontier, guys. Internet, television, and radio. What? In one. On the internet? It's on the internet. Did you get a patent on this? <laughs> uh, no, but now I'm getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I patented the internet, and you guys both owe me a million dollars. Well, okay. Well, fair. I Does, do I have to pay you? Do I have to pay you for every walking dog video I've watched? Yeah. Oh boy, I've watched that a lot. <laughs> Jordan likes dogs walking on two legs. Dogs can do better tricks than that. That's the cutest. Hung up on that's that. the cutest trick. You know, through a store. They walk through a store. Have you Adam, guys not seen this? He's walking in like a Target or something. I don't know. He Adam Lissagor's Adam Lissagor's dog, also named Dignan, by the way. For real? Not only walks on two legs, he puts his front paws up and does a kind of. Mm, 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 mm. 
Mm. Wait, a, where is he doing this? In a store? Wait, just let in me explain buy. to listeners what you were just doing. <laughs> yeah. All you were doing, you had your hands up by your shoulders and you were just pushing them down. No, it's a and whole thr- it's a lunge. It's a lunge. Forward. Imagine a the, what a dolphin does at SeaWorld when its tail's in the water but its okay. body's out. But it's a funny dog on two legs with I got little it. paws. I got Journeys it. don't stop believing his play. Yeah, it's sort of like if you dog paddled with both paws at the same time, and also you were a dog on your back legs, and you weren't in the I'm water. I'm just excited. There's another dog named Dignan. Yeah, there's two dogs named Dignan. This episode's full of great news. Yeah. If you have thoughts about the show, share them on our forum, forum.maximumfun.org. Boatparty.biz is where you want to mm-hmm. go if you want to mm-hmm. join me on a fucking boat, which I can't imagine why you wouldn't want to do that. If you get seasick, that would be that's a good a reason. reason Take some yeah. fucking Dramamine. I get seasick. You get all groggy. There's a patch. I, I get, I got seasick. <laughs> I went on one of these fucking giant cruise ships. It's you don't get seasick because it's too giant. Did you for real puke? I do. I do for real. You puke. You do for real puke, and you didn't on a cruise. But ship. But I didn't on a cruise ship because it's so huge. But then it's I heard there's gentle. land sickness. That your body gets so used to the swaying of the boat that when you get back on land, you barf. I've heard that. I did not barf. I did. I was like, whoa. See? But that was kind of fun. (laughs) Honestly. No, I get really serious motion sickness and I had no problem on the giant boat. Oh, good to know. So I don't want people to assume that they go on You will still barf if you get super wasted, though. I was very concerned. Uh uh And I presume that you're going to get super wasted. Yeah. Okay. So, boatparty.biz. We address that. Hashtag JJGo on Twitter. I like seeing what people have to say about it's a this lot week's of fun. JJ Go. It's a lot of fun. Don't just tag anything, hashtag JJ Go, just because you want to trick us into looking at it. Though. Sure. Some people Which do you that. will. <laughs> we will look at it. It's, it's a trick that works. Yeah. But don't do it. Don't do it. It'll make us mad. Yeah, you want to talk about that tiger that's from <laughs> Shazam? Shazam. I'd like to see some pictures of that tiger. I like there was a one part where somebody asked him who his tailor was because they figured if, if the tailor could make people close for a tiger, he was a really good tailor. It's pretty good. Yeah, because that if there's clothes on the tail, it has to move yeah, sure. without ripping. Let's shut this fucking thing down. <laughs> Sunny D on the boards, MaximumFun.org, JJ Go at MaximumFun.org, 206-9844-FUN. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design, and Light in the Attic Records. If you're in Europe, come see us in Edinburgh. Tickets now on sale. You can find the link at MaximumFun.org. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan, Jesse, Go. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.